At Laylee, located here in Pella, would you believe that our elves are busy building robots that milk and feed cows? We enjoy giving the gift of robotic equipment to hardworking dairy producers year-round. Our robots allow more time for dairy producers to spend together. It's really the gift that keeps on giving. And by the way, isn't that what the holidays are all about? Laylee's holiday challenge for you, slow down, appreciate life's gifts, and focus on the real reason for the season. Happy holidays from our family at Laylee, farming innovators. Welcome to today's In Touch with South Central Iowa. I'm Tyler Crabb. On today's program, we're joined by Melcher Dallas and Twin Cedar Superintendent Scott Bridges discussing updates at both school districts. And Scott, we continue to talk about the things going on at Twin Cedars and Melcher Dallas. One of the big things that took a little bit longer to get on the roadways than expected was the electric buses at Twin Cedars schools. So far, I know they haven't been on the roads for very long, but just kind of looking at how that whole process has gone about and been able to get them on the roadways. What's kind of been the feedback you've gotten from both drivers, students, parents, things of that nature as those have begun to hit the roadways? Yeah, so um, not a whole lot of feedback at this point. Um, what I would say is we have drivers that like them. We have uh, a driver that maybe is not too thrilled about it. Uh, but what I will tell you is we've got two of our four buses on the road right now. Um, and all four buses had to, before we put them on the road, had to go in to have a recall taken care of. And so two of them were done and came back last week and we put them on the road Friday. And the other two, I was kind of hoping would be back today. They were supposed to be back yesterday, but, um, once those are done, they'll all be on the road. And I, I actually went out when we got them, I don't know, probably about, and we got them on the chargers maybe three or four weeks ago and sat on the bus with the bus driver. And we we went and ran a route, and we did not pick up any students. We just did the route. We drove it, made you know, stopped here and there, and checked out to see how it did on the hills, how the bus performed. Um, it wasn't cold out, but it wasn't warm out. I'm guessing it was probably upper 30s. One of the concerns is that you know, in cold cold weather, that they don't hold a charge, uh, or the charge doesn't last very long. Well, we did all that when we picked our buses and when we picked our um, chargers. We took all that into account. And so on that day when we rode it, it rode great. It handled the hills just fine. It used about, oh, not quite an eighth or maybe right at an eighth of a tank of charge, if you want to call it an eighth of a charge. Um, and so we, you know, we, it has plenty of power to be able to, to run the route. And, um, it's, it rides like a school bus. If you were sitting on the bus and you didn't know it, um, it's it's a little quieter, but you wouldn't know it that you were riding on an electric school bus. Um, you know, I think there's controversy around electric buses depending on your political affiliation. Um, and so I, I think if you remove all that and you just take a look at how does the bus operate, the bus runs. The bus does what it's supposed to do, and they didn't cost the district anything. So we got four buses at no cost, and they're out there doing their job. And uh, I think it's a good get for the district. Sounds like a, a great, great deal for the district there. And another deal, as you look at the Melcher Dallas Community School District, a big deal that's going on here is just the continued construction of the high school gymnasium. And I know we've touched on this topic a lot, but uh, it's crazy to believe the project is nearing completion and just a few final steps remain before it's opened up and as we get ready for the end of the school year, I know that's kind of around the anticipated completion date. What can you tell us about where that project stands as it is? Yeah, so we are um, not who's counting, but 37 months into this process. 
and uh, we have two months to go. So I'm pretty excited about that. It was originally slated to be done May 31st. That was the substantial completion date and the date that we'd be able to take possession of it and, and move into and have classes. Uh, I just came from a meeting about 30 minutes ago, and uh, it looks like we're six weeks ahead of schedule. And so, I mean, there's, it's not very often that a school project is running ahead of schedule. I'm really excited about that. Uh, about, so next week they start uh, cleaning and getting, you know, um, like all the dust that's all over everything and getting that all cleaned up. And um, they, by the end of March, middle to end of March, we'll be moving our, our new furniture in. Um, today, for example, they were over there putting the, the first final clear coat on the gym floor. The lines are painted. That's done. They'll, they'll uh, buff it tomorrow and put the, the final clear coat, the second one, on tomorrow. And then it needs to sit about a week before we could be on it. And then we can put our scoreboards up. Uh, bleachers are going to be begin installation on April 2nd. The elevator is on time to be started around April on April 1st. Both of those have about a two-week completion time on them. So once we get to the second week of April, about six weeks from now, uh, we'll be doing our walkthrough, our final walkthroughs for punch list items to see what else needs to be taken care of. But once that's done, then we can talk about our, our furniture and everything will be in there. Um, we can talk about moving in and actually holding classes in there, hopefully around the first part of May. And um, I'm real confident that we'll have graduation in the new gym. So it's, I think people, once they see it, they're going to be really impressed by it. And they'll, even though it's taken what will be 39 months at that point in time, they'll be, they'll be glad and happy with the result of it. And, um, so, and right now, I'd say at the last board meeting, we started the discussion on, um, what it will look like, uh, for public usage of the fitness center. And I'm putting some, some, um, after that discussion and doing some research on how other schools are doing it, uh, we'll hopefully this next, at this next March board meeting, and if not, we'll finish it up in April, but we'll have the finishing touches on what our policy will look like so that we can open it up to our public. I'm going to guess sometime in May. We, we, um, we have all branded weight equipment, all Saints branded weight equipment that's going to go up there. And everything but the free weights uh, will be delivered in March, but the rest of it won't be de delivered until May. Um, so that was a little behind schedule, but that was because they had to put the Melcher Dallas logo on it. Aside from that, again, we're running ahead of schedule. I go in there every time I'm over here in the district to look and see what they've got done, and it's looking good, and I'm, we're really excited to be moving in there. I know the last time we spoke, I got to tour it, and it is a, an impressive-looking uh, gymnasium, and it's going to be a great addition to the community. One final question here from Melcher Dallas and Twin Cedar Superintendent Scott Bridges, and that's, we're approaching spring break, which kind of marks the halfway point here of the second semester, meaning the downhill slide is upon us as it's going to move fast here with the spring and getting ready for summer break. And just kind of looking at that second half of the second semester, uh, you know, what does the rest of the year look like for Melcher Dallas and Twin Cedars schools from the 10,000-foot view here? Yeah, so it really, once you get past February, it just seems like it's a blur to the end of the school year. And it shouldn't be that way because we've still got, you know, two and a half months of school left. But it really goes quickly. And so just making sure, I mean, for example, at Twin Cedars, we're, we're already sending emails back and forth about what summer school is going to look like. 
Well, it's February, you know, so and we're, we're already talking about those sort of things. You know, some of the, what we've got coming up is preparation for the Iowa State assessments, ISASP. Um, that's really important. We're hoping for positive results, increased achievement scores from all the work that we put in throughout the school year. And uh, so we've got that coming up. Of course, we've got all our spring sports and events. Uh, that Those are, you know, starting to happen. I've seen some kids out running already for track. Um, it's just Everybody wants to be outside. You know, it's been 70 degrees the last couple of days. I know tomorrow and Thursday are going to be cold, but by the weekend it's going to be 70 again. So, I mean, we're, we're pushing into that. That makes it really difficult to keep kids wanting to stay in the classroom, by the way. But here's something that was really cool when I was at Twin Cedars yesterday. I saw several classes go outside to read. They were holding class outside, the teacher was, and um, what a beautiful day it was to be out, to be able to go outside and, and do those things. So we'll take advantage of the weather. We won't keep it from, um, you know, it won't prevent students from learning, but it sure makes it tough to sit in a classroom when it gets nice this early. Once again, that was Melcher Dallas and Twin Cedar Superintendent Scott Bridges discussing updates at both school districts. That concludes today's In Touch with South Central Iowa. You can find this interview through podcasts online at KNIAKRLS.com and Google, Apple, and Spotify.